Welcome to Straight From The Horse's Mouth, where we cut the BS and give you the truth all about sports. I'm Eric Radishell, hosting the show with my good friend Bryce Olden. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? We are back in the building for episode 17. Um, sorry for the hiatus we took during the week. I was on vacation. I was chilling. So we decided not to do an episode. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. I am a year older. I forgot it was my birthday. That's why he took the time off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm 25. Jesus Christ. I'm yeah, five years and 30. Gonna, and they say those five years go before you know it. You wake up in your 30s. No, they're not. They go they, they some time. They no time soon. But I'm 25. I feel good. Um, this past year, I'm be honest with you, this past year has been one of the best years of my life. Uh, That's good. It's getting better. Yeah. Progressing. Um, obviously, doing a podcast with Eric is a part of that. I've been wanting to do a podcast since, like I've said at the beginning, 2013. So to finally get that off the ground. Just, just gets me. It feels good to. It, it feels good to be doing something that you love. You know what I'm saying? A lot to, of people, to go out and try to do it. A lot of people in this world they clock in and clock out, and the, you know what I mean. And they're too afraid to just take that chance because yeah. we don't know how many listeners we have. Sometimes when we do these shows, mm-hmm. we act like we have a 10 million people listening, but that's not the point. Right. So that you know, just you know, it's fun. It's feel good to be sure of yourself. And that's how I'm feeling right now, and uh, that also correlates to my song of the day. So Big Sean just came out with a rapper. You know Big Sean is? The rapper? Yes. Okay, good. You never know. You never know. Eric, you got to check it. So, but Big Sean has come, uh, he came out with his album, The Long Awaited Detroit 2, came, came released on Friday, I believe. Yeah, Friday. And uh, one of the songs on there was called ZTFO, Zen the Bleep Out. Uh, so that's what it stands for. So, okay. So that's the song of the day. Big Sean, ZTFO. Go ahead and check out uh, Detroit 2. Ship out on all platforms, but let's get to it. Okay, we're going to start... Always as usual, typically in the NBA, and the reason is, if anyone's wondering, the playoffs, and people care about sports that are in the playoffs. So, we're going to talk about, um, before, we'll do a playoff update, but we're going to kind of twist it a little bit and start with the teams that lost. The losers. So if, so, if you don't know, the Lakers are playing the Rockets, the Clippers are playing the Nuggets, the Bucks are playing the Heat, and the Raptors are playing the Celtics. Those are the teams that won once in the next round. Some of the teams you want to highlight that lost. We'll start with the Jazz. Utah Jazz. They were up 3-1 and then blew it, which yep. made the Nuggets the 12th team in NBA history to come back from a 3-1 deficit. So congratulations to being one of those guys. It's a piece of history. Um, so the Jazz, what are the, we're going to talk about kind of where these teams go from here. So where do the Jazz go from here? The only young star that they really have is Donovan Mitchell. Mike Conley's cool, but he's old. Rudy Gobert, he's cool, but he's getting older. And Joe Ingles is just, again, they can get kind of old. They don't have a lot of, to me, I guess I asked you the question, but I'm going to answer it before you do. I think they might need to almost go into a rebuilding kind of era. Now, there's not much, I mean, now they were the, the sixth seed. They have really good defense. But to me, maybe okay, maybe not rebuilding, but they there's they're, they're, they need to, Really looking to make some moves to get some other guys. Some, they've had this team for about three or four years now. A lot of these guys, I think that besides Mike Conley, but I think they need to move some people in and out. So, I disagree. I don't think the Jazz can go into a rebuild. No, I I, I rescinded that. Okay. I I think they need to move some of these guys mm-hmm. and try to go somewhere else because they've had the team for four years and they haven't gotten past. They got past the first round once. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying I think not rebuild, but they need to go a different direction of how. Their place, how they want to win. Yeah. So a couple of things. One, we, we got to take into account that Bogdanovich was not playing. If had he been playing, they would have advanced to the next round. 
He he's that good of offensive players. That that's the jazz problem is they don't have enough offensive guys. Mike Conley was supposed to be that, but he never never got to a groove with Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, and, um, and they and they're inconsistent. So where good defense does win championships, but in basketball, technically speaking, offense and defense are equally as important. According to statistics, it's not like football where defense and they have lackluster offense sometimes. Yeah. So, Which Bogdanovich helps. Right. So I, we got to take into the consideration. I think they would have advanced. Um, they tried. This was supposed to be the year. They, they, like I said, they signed Bogdanovich. They traded for Mike Conley. They brought in Jeff Green. They brought and traded for Jordan Clarkson. Like, this was supposed to be the year that they were supposed to make some noise. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, in a very disappointing way. They need more. They definitely need more uh, firepower. Now, yes. where do they go to get that firepower? I'm not sure. Because I'm not sure who they would have to flip, who they have to get. Like, how big, how important is their defense? Because right now that's what they rely on. If they're, if, well, it's very if, important. But what, what I'm saying is, are any of these guys wanted to make to maybe get somebody? Like, for example, they had, what's his name? They had, um, he's on the heat now. Three-point shooter. Number 99, I'm pretty sure. Jay Crowder. They had Crowder, who's a great three-point shooter. Didn't work out well in Utah, though. He wasn't playing very well, right. so they got rid of that. So, that, and as you can see with the Heat, he's playing very well. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, do they have any assets that could bring in somebody like that? And, when, and when, by firepower, you just mean guys like Bogdanovich that are just elite shooters? Cause, guys who can score on their own. Because okay. only right now, they got three guys who can, you can say go get a bucket. Right? They got Mitchell, Conley, and Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench. Those are the only right. three guys right now who can and just some, and, take somebody off the dribble. Right. But they're also streaky and not – besides Conley to me, even Mitchell – well, Mitchell ain't streaky. I'm not getting it. He's legit. Night in, night out. I know what I'm getting it from. Night in, night out. But I think that I, I think there's still a lot of room for improvement on, on how good of well, a star yeah, he could yeah, be. Yeah, but he's not inconsistent though. I can't give him that. Lead. I don't know about that. I think he's a little more. I, I think he's a little more inconsistent than he could than he could be, for for for. Recently, I guess in the playoffs, I think he needs to come out and perform a little bit better. Better personally. than better than what he just did. Better than damn to drop in. He dropped fifty like a couple of times. Okay. Wait, so what do you mean by that? The, the, I don't. I mean, I'm not saying he can't go get a bucket, but I don't know. I, I fifty points is great, but I, uh, that, that's, that's, that's better than great. great. That's, that's pretty damn good. It's pretty damn hard too. I don't know. He I needs some help. It's the, not him. The, he ain't the problem. There's a lack somewhere with maybe I don't know. Clarkson, Conley, and Mitchell. I I don't know if those. I guess I guess what I'm saying is I don't know if those are my three guys. Mitchell's good, Kylie's good, and Clark's not good. But I don't know if every single one of those guys can always get a bucket when I want them to. Well, I'm just saying they have off. When, I, when, we, when we use the phrase uh, get a bucket, that means guys who, can, who have their own, who can take somebody off the dribble. Okay, well then, yeah, When, when sure. the defense breaks down, Clarkson got enough hand to get a bucket. Okay. Kyle got enough hand to get a bucket. That's what, that's what we mean. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm Utah, one, we got to run it back. We got to see how we look with Bogdanovich. You know what I mean? After that. Then we'll see where we at. It gives Mitchell another chance here to grow. Him and Mike Conley get to play hopefully a long, you know, enough games more together. Hopefully they come into the playoff with a bit more cohesiveness. We also know what happened with with uh, Gobert and Mitchell toward the, you know, with the whole COVID thing right. that kind of fractured their relationship. So they had a lot of more issues. I did not expect them to be up three one. So them losing had I. I we, never, did, we we picked it. We picked it to go seven. I don't know how many games, but I picked them to win. We did pick. Yeah. You know I, I picked them too, and they did. So. I would never like. I, I'm never like. If I pick a team to win, and oh, just, we, we gave them six games. Right. If I pick a team to win, just because the other team is up three one, don't change anything. I, in fact, you never been down showed me more than Utah being up. 
They showed me Denver. Wait, say that one more time for me, just real quick. Denver being no, 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 no. Before that, which part? About the team. Uh, yeah, if I if I pick a team to win, just because somebody else is up three one does not change that for me. I still okay. expect okay. you to win the series. Curious. Okay. I still expect you to. See. The other team being up is a problem for me because then they let us they let me know you're not playing up to expectations. Which Denver wasn't. Right. You know what I'm saying. So the fact that they had to do as much as they did scares me. Congratulations for Jamal Murray. <laughs> right. And now I think the Clips are going to get them up out of here the way they're playing. Um, okay. Let's move on to the Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, 4-1, Bucks beat them 4-1. They took that first game wonderfully, and then they just dropped the next four. Where do they go from here? See, the Magic is is an interesting case because they're once again one of those teams who they've been in HD for two years in a row. So it's like, all right. That means they really showed no improvement. You they get, took one game each time. You didn't, First get, game. you didn't get better or worse. You kind of just stayed the same. Right. The matter problem is they don't have any legitimate, like... Aaron Gordon needs to be better. They don't have anybody can build around. Right. They don't have anybody right they, now that can build they around. They thought Aaron Gordon was there, for, like you said, top five draft pick, but mm-hmm. 14 points a game this year, 16 last year. He was injured, but... I was never believing in him, though. Vucevic um, plays very well, but he's not exactly elite, and he's big man, so mm-hmm. there's lack there. And just some of the guards and other guys aren't really right. providing it either. So, so you got that. So that's their first. That that's the most glaring issue they have. But the problem with Orlando is they should have been they should have been addressed this. And that's the problem with the draft is a lot of these teams they in the draft and they keep trying to throw darts. And they well, keep well, missing. and these guys are looking for like a, like kind of like a, a Giannis pick, like 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 because they're eight seed, so they're not gonna get a lottery pick. So they have to hopefully find a sleeper mm-hmm. like Giannis fifteenth round or. or or uh, Jimmy Butler, like late first round, like someone that's kind of sleeping that, uh, you know, turned out to be a big star. Yeah, but they just, that's, it's easy to say that now. They've had, they've picked high in the draft. Like I said, Mo Bamba, that was a whiff. Um, we'll see what the Jonathan Isaac, we'll see what that turns into. But he just got hurt, so that may not be, he was a lottery pick. That may be a whiff. Uh, they traded for Fultz. We'll see what Fultz turns into in the future. We'll see if they're able to reclaim any glory he had when he's coming out of Washington. Right. Or Aaron Gordon was a whiff. So I'm saying with with Orlando is you may have to trade a bunch. You may have to either woo one of these free agents that's coming out, or you may have to clear the cupboard for for a star. Like you may have to go to um, Denver and say, "Hey, look, we'll take Michael Porter Jr." And the Denver goes, "Well, what do you want from him?" Okay, Denver, you see our roster. Take Any break. human being on this roster is up for grab. You can take whoever you. We will even take the Millsap contract. That's what it takes. Wow. We'll give us Michael Porter Jr. And that at least gives you somebody who at least can can have some potential of being, you know what I mean? Okay. Of being greater than what they are now. Well, they obviously just need to do something different too. Yeah, but what they're I, doing I isn't working. I don't think they have. I don't think they should rebuild because I don't think there was. I agree. I, I don't think, think they should. They should trade. I think you got to you got to trade. They need to, they need to treat some of these players as assets. Yeah, and and, and just go out there and. St- you gotta steal a guy who's on the rise, on the come up. Sort of how Orlando did when they wooed Tracy McGrady away from Toronto in 2000, mm-hmm. right? He was on the come up. Toronto didn't know how to value him, just like I don't think Denver knows how to value Michael Porter Jr. Despite all the BS that Mike Malone keeps saying during the regular season, like, oh, he's doing this, he's great, but I ain't trying to hear that. Day. You actually speak loud in the words, he's barely playing. Gary Harris is back, his minutes have decreased. Use him as flipping for somebody else. You're clearly not in love with him. If I'm, if I'm Orlando, that's what I do. Okay, now the Thunder. I had a good shot to go to the second round. They did. Made Chris Paul made it go seven games, played very well in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Where are they going? To me, I guess I'll take this one to start with, too. A lot of young guys, a lot of potential, but 
They need to move some guys. Yeah. I think that, I don't I don't think they need to rebuild. Obviously, Paul will be done soon. But Sean Gilds Alexander, I have a lot of confidence in him. Dennis Roder's a very good player. I'm blanking on the roster right now. Yeah, Steven Adams. S- Steven Adams. Yeah, Darius Baisley. Was still worried about Steven Adams. Think he could play better still. Really? I think it's the best we're going to get out of him. Oh, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm saying maybe it's time to part ways and see if you if you can get somebody. For him. If not, keep him. But I think maybe he's one of those guys people think he's valuable. Not that he's not, but, I mean, maybe get something else to put that. in the place for that. Maybe get a little bit better bench, you know, yeah. do a couple of player deals with that. Because big, I mean, big men are going to be big men if they're big. So maybe you could get some more high-level assets for it. So something like that. I think that they're a few pieces away from being a lot more competitive. Because John Gill just is, is, is good. Not super streaky. He, he's been pretty solid. Uh, but I think they just need to move some guys around and, and get some guys to make their team more solid as a whole. I think they have a lot of holes in their game. They got so right now. You, uh, the reason they were able to compete is because Houston wasn't playing very well. Right. Um, and they helped. And they had a decent. They were running their defense pretty well, and Chris Paul was playing incredible. So, Oklahoma City's in a very weird position, in that they're a good team. In fact, the that's another reason. It's a good Paul coaching. Good coaching. Schroeder, Alexander Gallinari, Adams. That's like the best starting five in the league statistically. So they have a good basis, um, but they have three. I think, I think you're right. I think they have three big, really big trade baits. Chris Paul, Steven Adams, and Demi-Lo Gallinari. All three of those. I would keep Schroeder because you, you, the bench, I, I like, you I, can't. We, you yeah, cannot, he needs, we need him off the bench, bench. He comes off the bench. You cannot. It's hard. And he scores a lot. It's hard to create a good bench. He's the guy. Keep him. I just keep him, you keep him shy. But everybody else, I flip. Chris mm-hmm. Paul is hot right now. His contract doesn't look as bad because he, he, he helps your team win. So, okay, you got that going for him. Maybe you can flip him for something. You can obviously flip Gallinari for something. And, like, maybe the Steven Adams, maybe it's time to flip him for something as well. But they got some they got some assets. The only problem is because of the Chris Paul contract, I don't think they can actually bring anybody in. Like, I don't think they can keep this same team and bring in another. Because they need another star. Yeah. So, I don't think they can keep this same team and afford to bring well, can in. Can you trade him for a star? Well, yeah, you can trade him for a star. Um, just, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, Indy's got some guys that are looking. I know, uh, maybe there's some interesting role players off Houston. Maybe they'd like to make it, even though they just got done playing. Well, but well, well, guys well, well, making Jazz. You would need a young star. I keep going back to Michael Porter Jr. because I really think he's somebody that, that's 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 on the come up that you can steal real quick. It's undervalued. Right, you can steal him real quick. Why he ain't the hot? I was saying, hey, Michael Porter Jr. Trade for him. Right. Somebody trade for him. Uh, who else? There's a couple of guys. Uh, Maybe Zach Levine or or Chicago just just take like just just read Chicago for everybody. I I really I take all the clubs. Yeah, Zach Levine's a good player. He, I he's, take all the he's, Chicago, in, he's in a good position that would help. He's at a contract. He's gotten paid as well. Right. So um, so you, you can flip some. You can definitely flip some dudes. Uh, but I think that's what they're looking for. Is the team's great, but they need to make some moves because it's not. They ain't trying to rebuild. They're not one of those type no. of teams. They're not a. They're not a. But I think it's it's time to part ways with some of these guys because. Billy Donovan's a great coach. He's mm-hmm. done a phenomenal job. That's why they're in the playoffs yeah. at the seat that they were. And Chris Paul helped. Well, I think it was the other way. I think, I think they were I think they were both 50%. I think they both, the, the harmony between yeah. Donovan and Memphis. I think like, uh, Donovan. Billy Donovan and Chris Paul was like 55 that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like both of those guys doing doing their thing. But, yeah, there may be time to part with some of these guys for trade bait to see if there's something that just rolls a little bit better. Not that they, have, they, don't, they don't have a bad starting five. They're not – you know, there's no bad chemistry that I'm seeing, but I see some just holes that maybe could be plugged by some other guys. 
well, to fit there, well, to make it roll a little bit smoother to me. Well, you, you should always be two things, right? You should always be trying to move toward winning a championship. That's always be your goal. Correct. The worst place to be in the NBA, which is why teams tank, is to be in no man's land. That's the worst place to be. Right. You got not, a good team, but you didn't win, and, right. and you know you probably won't win. So you're like, I could, you know, we could, you know, rebuild, but again, I don't, you know, we have good assets. You're too good to be to rebuild to, to rebuild because you're not gonna be in the lottery, but you're not good enough to be competing for a championship, and that's the worst. Atlanta was like there for a long time. Toronto and so you like really have to, time. you know, I don't think it's the coaching. I think that there's a guy or two that they can move yeah. to maybe find a guy that and that Chris plays Paul big. Contract don't look as bad now as it doesn't. He just played. He just he was healthy for most of the season. Yes. So I think this is the best chance to move him. And now we'll move on, though, to then Portland Trailblazers. Yes. They've had a long, long run of of getting to the playoffs, first, second round. Even the, they even went to the conference finals. Yep. Damian Lillard. Now, now, they had injuries problems this year. Dame did hurt himself in the playoffs, didn't play one of those games. McCollins had a back issue. Zach Collins wasn't playing. They obviously didn't understand the two big men. Obviously, wasn't working against the Lakers because they had that Hassan and uh, – Nurkic thing, who, who time to go. missed a lot of time this year as well. Yeah, but I, I just think that, you know that was so. Where, where I don't even I don't know. Where do they Where do they go from here? Okay, first I'm running it back with everybody healthy. I'm gonna see what what we. I'm gonna bring Carmelo back too. Okay. I'm gonna see what we look like. Everybody healthy. And I would like to do that. I I, I think Dame's okay staying. You know, because people want him to leave so he can get a ring. I think. Well, no, he got a contract anyway. Well, he's well, he said he was gonna stay. I'm saying he had the opportunity too. So I think Dame staying. Yeah, I think he wants to kind of. Just first career play it out and see because I think now Dame is thirty and CJ McCollum is twenty eight, so they both have. See, at worst, I think Lillard's got two or three years left in him. At worst, two. To do what? Playing. Playing. I, like, I say, like being in the league. I mean, no, I mean like being like superstar kind oh, of guy. Okay. I, I think two years worse. I'm saying he could have four or five, yeah. but two years worse of you know bringing Dame time. Yeah. Hopefully, when they need it. Right, right. And McCollum, hopefully, again, I said at worst three or four years. If, uh, so I think they just need to run it back. Yeah, I'll run Simple. it back with everybody healthy to see with what we look healthy, like. Healthy, right? Um, you know, and then, and, and then and then see what free agency brings you. See if you can get an asset too. Well, they're they're, they're, they're stuck though because they've already paid. Oh, that's right. They have paid a lot. They paid guys. McCullum. They paid Lillard. I think Nurkic has been paid as well. So I don't know how many. I think they can afford to bring somebody in. Uh, I'm just not sure who. But I well, would. I'm saying maybe like a sleeper. Yeah, I would flip. Or see if you can see. I if would you, flip or, McCullum. Or see if you can now. What do you mean? I trade him. Really? Yes. I flip him now. For a couple but players? He, but see, one? he got that bet. So that may not bring him much. They probably should have flipped him last year before the season even started. I think some team still might pick him up, though, anyway. Yeah. Someone that's looking for, like like, like the Jazz, looking for a part. Looking, yeah, or yeah. someone looking for a bench to score. And they could find some guys, maybe even a couple guys. To I, would, I would flip McCollum. I would flip Zach Collins. Because uh, I, I think Whiteside's contract is done. So I, don't, I think he's just afraid. So I think they're just going to let him walk. Probably. Uh, and they got some nice little guards. Uh, Anthony Simon. I mean, if you lose, if you lose McCollum, you still gonna have Anthony Simon's gonna get him more playing time. I like him. You giving Gary Trent Jr. more playing time. I like him. So it's not like your guard depth is weak. It's pretty good. I flip McCollum and see what see what that brings me. I flip Zach Collins and see what that brings me. I like Nurkic. I think Nurkic is better, the best big on the team by far. He did do well against Anthony Davis too, yeah. scoring wise. So you know, again, Portland is they ain't no man's land. You know I think they have the best potential though to take it up a notch. Yeah, I think I mean, they, 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 were, they were just in the Western Conference Finals. Right, they, they were just injured, so they yeah. they had an AC. That's why I said running back. 
but <laughs> let's run that back. I was still trying to see what I could get from McCullough. Just see what the market is like. Just test it. Just see what teams would be willing to get before. Okay. Now, now we're gonna just update you a little bit on the playoffs because we are now in the Western Eastern Conference semifinals, which is where things are starting to get a little bit more heated. You know, better competition. Um, we're going to start with Boston. The Boston Toronto is explained right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the game is. It's tied at halftime, 49 to 49. Wow. Um, Boston took a 2 0 series lead, and then Toronto off of a miracle what was a point seven seconds left on the clock. Wait, what, was that like 1.7, right? No, it was point seven. Point seven? And, and, um. Sure, it was like 1.6. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm 100% not, sure. It don't really matter. OG, OG and Obi hit Anobi a three winning buzzer beater together in that win, which puts them in a great spot now, and now the game's tied. Yep. Um. <laughs> Miami has a 3-0 lead on the Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Well, 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 well. What do we have here? Now, I should preface my comments by saying I did pick Milwaukee to go to the finals. I'm not about to sit up here and act like I knew this was coming because I didn't. I, I thought they would get swept in the finals, but I didn't, I didn't expect them to get uh, swept. They haven't got swept yet, to be fair to them, but I didn't expect them to lose in such a – Dominating fashion, yeah. you know, in, in the... In and the and because it's my... Actually, you need to go ahead. I'll finish. I'll, well, I don't know. Let me see how this goes. I might have to cut you off. <laughs> so, I've been giving Eric a hard time about the Bucks, about what they lack, why I don't think they're going to win, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. There was just something missing about the about the Bucks, And the thing that uh, Eric didn't understand is I've seen this before with my own team. They're like, everybody know I'm a Mavericks fan. I became a Mavericks fan in the 2000s when they had Dirk and you know what I mean and Steve Nash and Michael Finley. So I've seen this movie before. We were one of the the Mavericks were one of the best, if not the best, Western Conference team a couple of times in the mid 2000s, right? A couple of times. Yes. But we but we struggled with it for a couple of reasons. One, we never had a clear cut um, second star, right? We had right. guys who were good. We had a Josh Howard, you know. We had Jason Terry. But they weren't good enough you know, during that time frame, not to get past Phoenix, not to get past L.A., not to get past San Antonio. And actually, Chris Middleton actually playing pretty well. I actually want to give him his props. He actually uh, this, Chris well. Middleton. He ain't doing a damn thing. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Because, see, that's where I'm going to change a little bit. And that's where I'm going to step in here. I'm not riding the train of Giannis needs to guard Jimmy Butler. I'm not riding that either. He, either. he can. Um, I'm, not, I'm not on the whole um, – Lopez has been playing very, very well. Yes. Incredibly well, yeah. which I didn't bring that up, and you were thinking, I thought he did take a couple of ill-advised threes a couple times. Well, and that's where we're going with Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is playing great, except for when Chris Middleton has been that he's the clutch guy from Milwaukee now. They realize, you know what, he's been a little more clutch than, than Giannis. Not in these last three games. At the very end, he's taken, especially last game where we had a really good chance to win, and we're up by 10 a few times, he took a lot of ill-advised threes and just shots that were just – I'm sick of him looking for fouls. I'm sick of that. Like, he pulled up one, like, 30-footer towards the end of the game when we still had maybe a shot. Probably didn't at that point, but I was just like, why Why would? Why was that your shot selection? I was I was very upset. I'm not, and, and I'm not on the whole, maybe Giannis needs to produce more. I think he's been playing fine. He doesn't need to, to me, he doesn't, based on how other guys are playing, he doesn't need to drop 30 because in the second round, you may not need to drop 30. A- afterwards, Yes. But this is the problem with you. The Bucks are losing for one simple reason: they are not doing well on their substitutions and their rotations. Because 
you cannot win when you hit, let another team hit 17 to 23s every single night. There, there is nothing there, there is nothing wrong with the offense that they're playing. Sure, they've had some bad shot selections, but besides that, they get going. Their defense is horrendous. I, I they are doing. And turn, turnovers were a problem before last game. And, and turnovers. And turnovers. Turnovers. Last game was, 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 okay, was okay. But the first game, 17 mm-hmm. turnovers, you need to take care of the ball. As much as Lopez is producing offensively, something needs to change there because the I think last game you could have taken Lopez out a little bit more because DiVincenzo was starting to step up. Um, Bledsoe did go to sleep. But the thing is, is defensively, because offensively, if, if Lopez is out, Giannis and Middleton would have more ball time, so I think you could have made that substitution. But Lopez can't rotate on a defense. So when you have these pick and roll after pick, no, no, pick and shoot after pick and shoot after pick and shoot, multiple picks, take a big man out if, if their big man's not in. You know, you, you, Jay Crowder isn't going to body you inside. He's not. I'm sorry. Yeah, Crowder, yeah. He's not going to body you inside. So take Lopez out. Maybe put in a smaller guy, put Giannis, you know, inside on um, Autobio, you know, or, or Jimmy Butler, because some other guy can guard Autobio as long as you keep him out of the paint, you know, and make him have to shoot a little bit more. But have, let these guards run and get in, in, and put their hand up and get around these screens and be able to wiggle through that because when Lopez gets screened, who he's not gonna step he's not gonna step up on Tyler Hero to block his shot. He's not gonna step up on Jimmy Butler, who well, he's not really shooting threes, but he's not gonna step up on Crowder. And, and, you know, Dragic. Or Dragic to, to he's been making him over Brooke Lopez inside but we need to take him out put him in when out, maybe when Autobio gets him but other than that move, take one of these bigger guys out switch the rotation so that we can guard these guys because that's that's a really big problem Lopez needs to cut his minutes as, much, as great as his offense is once we have that 10 point lead it's all about keeping the lead now defense take Lopez out put him in when he needs to we need to be able to stop because what happened? They start hitting threes after three after three, because Giannis is defined time when he did start guarding Jimmy Butler. But at that point, it was too late. They got the bonus at the six minute mark. What did George Hill do? He grabbed his arm, put him to the free throw line. Game, same thing, free throw line, free throw line. They beat us there, beat us by fifteen. When we were about ten at one point. So it's very frustrating to watch. Now, I have to because I'm a Bucks fan. Bucks in seven four three. Bucks in seven four three. But. My point is, is they've done a. Mike has changed the schematics a little bit, but let me give credit to Miami Heat. They're playing incredible, and it's not just Jimmy Butler. Their entire team, multiple, I think almost seven or eight guys scoring ten points or more a night. And like I said, for some reason, their pick and shoot, we do not know how to stop that. So uh, and, and I'm a summit like that. So Milwaukee first. Before I go into my soliloquy, there are two things I want to acknowledge. One. No people, I am not about to have my seven footer chasing around a six eight dude for the for the whole game. That's what I'm saying. I'm not doing that. That's, right, you need to take him out. What you heard? That doesn't make a damn thing. And I don't care how good it is. Could you imagine if, if the Celtics said, "Hey, Kevin Garnett, go chase Kobe around for the whole right. game"? No, you're not doing that because that, that, he can't. A seven footer is not going to guard Jimmy Butler. Especially a guy, Jimmy Butler has pretty much been contained up until the fourth quarter. That's really the problem. Right. That's another so, thing. Is, is our late so, game so, dropping? So, so there's that, right? And also, there's this notion out there about about Giannis, how he's not a closer. He's not a closer. Let me tell you people something. Giannis is a great player. But normally, he doesn't really have the skill set 
to write clothes, right? Because not that you want a guy to play, you want a guy who can jump shots, all that kind of stuff. You have that in Middleton. There is nothing wrong, people, with having or creating, like, running plays for a guy who's a better shooter or scorer right. in the final moment. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. He's, if, if, okay, Middleton, you're an all-star. Okay, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna design some plays for you to get some shots. Right. It's a couple mismatches, you know what I mean? Right. A couple, you get a couple mid-range shots. Like, ain't nothing wrong with that. You can, ain't nothing wrong with that. Giannis ain't got it because he, he don't got the kind of game to where, all right, we down nine or eight. We need, he, he can keep going to the, he can keep going to the right. rack. But Depending on the time, he may not. Yeah, but you can he, foul him. He's, he can miss some free throws. Well, well he, like he's he's a more close game closer. Not and what I mean is I mean like four or less. Yeah. Because he can get in there and dunk the yeah. ball. But if it's like if it's like, I'll say even five and less. Yeah. But if it's six and up, yeah, you need somebody else. Because you need a three. Plus you can foul Giannis. You know what I mean? Like he he can, yeah. he go to the hole. We can just foul him. And he, game two, he did make a lot of free throws and, did, and it was clutch. There. I can live with that. If Giannis makes his free throws and we lose, all right, cool. I'm going to on him missing more than he makes. Okay. Uh, more times than not. Okay. I'm just saying, people want to say he got a close. Shaq was not a closer, people. It wasn't like when, when the game needed to, to be closed, hey, they gave Kobe the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, not every not every player has a skill set that's for closing. You know what I mean? Because closing more than likely comes with shooting because right. they're, they're not going to let you get close to the basket right. at all. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I I hate that notion. But let me get back to let me talk about something kind of towards you, okay. right? And I was trying I try to bring it back to, to Dallas, right? I am I was never trying to hate on Milwaukee what they were doing. I just seen this type of movie before when my team because they looked like my team from the mid 2000s, in that Dallas and Milwaukee have two great stars, right? Mm-hmm. With mismatches. Giannis is a mismatch because he's seven feet running to the perimeter like a freight train. Dirk is seven feet hitting federate rate jumpers. You ain't stopping neither one of those two. Both have stars, second best players who are good but not great. Middleton for the Bucks, Josh Howard for the Mavericks. The problem with both those teams were they had good coaches, Avery Johnson for the Mavericks, Mike Budenholzer for the Bucks, but the mentality of a doll was not third. We didn't have that, and the Bucks don't like they have that. Interesting. Right? Why do I say that? The best team that the Mavericks ever had, from a from a from a record standpoint, just the Bucks this year, was our 2017. Right? What was the one team that we struggled with during the season? The Golden State Warriors, the We Believe Warriors, mm-hmm. Baron Davis, Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson, and the crew. Mm-hmm. That was the one team I did not want to face in the playoffs. Why? Because they had that kind of bully, brutish attitude, right? You know what I mean? We can bang with you. We think you soft. Not only do we think you soft, we're going to tell you you soft. You know what I'm saying? And we don't yeah. think you have the mentality to come at that. That's how I feel about Milwaukee going against Miami. Miami, they don't care about getting punched in the mouth. We well, get punched right, in the right. mouth. Right, right. And they, they, and they, and they, and they, and they, we play them four, five times? Four times. We only beat them once, and they right. beat us every other time. And now they were close games every single time. Right. But Miami was the one that was able to close them out, and that's why I did pick the Bucks to win. But I, I've been, ve- I, I think I've been very open. I've been very worried about the Bucks playing the Heat before the series started because I know what the Heat were bringing, right. and I watched them play in the regular season, thinking, I understand. I, I'm not, I don't ride it as much as you do, but I, I, to me, there's postseason different. To me, it's not always different. In clutch time, sure, and winning time, like like getting late in the playoffs, but it's still the fact that. I've played the Heat before. I played the Lakers before. I I know the Bucks can beat the Lakers. I know it's a playoff, but they still can beat them. And guess what? In this instance, yes, the Heat have dominated the Bucks with with when it comes to Ws, not just point wise, but Ws. 
So, yes, I'm a Bucks fan. I can't do it. They're going to win 4-7. And if they lose tomorrow night, I'm not saying I was wrong. I'm just saying that I'm behind my team 100% all the way. And guess what? Give me I want you to at least try to give me credit on this. Okay? Nobody thought that the, the Cleveland Cavaliers were going to come back from 3-1 in the NBA Finals, and they said history. Okay? There's always going to be – the Boston Red Sox came back from 3-0 against the New York Yankees. Eventually, it may happen. It could happen. The only difference, the only difference between I'm just saying that those it could teams and this team is that one, both teams were have reached the pinnacle a couple of times. Like the, like Boston had got had lost in a devastating fashion the year before to the Yankees. LeBron had just went played probably the best basketball I've ever seen him play in his entire life. Still to this day, was at 2015 Finals. So. The mentality was different. I don't think so. I, I, I think when it comes to the rest, my point is, is it can happen. But the, 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 the Bucks haven't necessarily played well. They, 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 they've seen this team three times. Here, it's a, it just something can happen. Here's that, the thing. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's going to. I'm just saying, it, give me credit for saying the fact that technically it could happen. Well, I'm technically not. Technically speaking. I'm not giving you credit for, for, for wishful thinking. I, you don't think, that, time, you don't think, I think they're done. You, I, I, think, I get that, but that's not what I asked. No, I don't, that's not what I asked. No, I, don't think, I don't think they're coming back. You think there's, there's 0% yes, chance? I think they're done. Okay, well, that's, um, that, that's impossible because they have to play tomorrow, which means there's, there's a chance they win the game, which then changes it. So it couldn't be a 0% chance, technically speaking, because the fact that they have to play another when game. When we, again, I keep trying to, because it's not new to me. I've seen this story before. I know, I'm not, and that's not what you I'm asking. Saying? That's not what I'm asking. You guys. There could okay, be a point zero 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 one percent chance. You guys don't have that type of mentality. That's what I'm saying. I think we do. That's what I'm saying. I think we do. Well, there, there's no proof of that. You literally have zero proof of that. As well as vice versa. You can't prove that someone has a mentality. You I know my, my team, I, I, I knew that. But you, I, but I you're not, but you're not, run, but you're not running a brain scan no. to see what their, no, no, what their no. mentality is. You know, you know I know? When the heat got punched in the mouth, you know what I saw? I didn't see heads down. I didn't see them look with that woe is me look on their face. They looked like, all right, okay, and we I down never, And way. I never saw Yes, you did. You did the, 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 I never saw someone get physically punched in the mouth. No, 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 no. No, I mean like. Well, like, I'm telling you, you can't prove it physically, though. You, you cannot see that. Go back to the broadcast a, a, a of the look. game. If you look at who's, 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 who's broadcasting that game. Uh, Reggie Miller and Kevin Harlan. Yeah, Last game. Yeah, I think, or do you want yeah, the Doris Burke game? They look, somebody mentioned about. The uh, the body language of the Bucks. That was Reggie Miller. It was like yeah, it was like Reggie six Miller. minute mark. The game well, wasn't even over he, yet. Well, he was talking about the he was talking about Giannis's body language. Well, he, I saw I think someone I saw him mention I heard him talk about the team. As he didn't. He said how does Giannis's body language look because he hurt his ankle earlier and he says his. That's body, not what I'm talking about. That. Okay, it was another. Well, he didn't mention that. It was another, was another, was another example then because somebody mentioned that you guys that got punched in the mouth and I think it was a timeout. Somebody called a timeout. Then someone like Buddha okay. called a timeout. And the body language of you guys was. Huh, Damn, here it comes again. Now I'm not saying y'all fold because we didn't fold. We not like we just got folded, but there was fear in the air. You could you could smell it. You know what I mean. And you guys are deer, so you, you know what I mean. You you can you can smell like Jimmy Butler could smell it. Like the, the he went on. He's a shark. As the game goes on, he looking around. Okay, Chris Milton got that scary look in his face. Cool. Yana got that weird look in his face. Cool. The only guy on y'all team to me who kind of was like. Who, who body language I liked the most was George Hill, believe it or not. He like he was still kind of like trying to do something. Even Brooke Lopez, he had a, you know, I kind of like his mentality. But he was, he was intense. But you guys just two main stars who 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 covers the whole team. I mean, everybody else kind of looked like, damn, here it comes again. And that's why I don't see you guys winning right now. It may it may come next year, but right now the way you guys are built, that that type of mentality is not going to get past the team like the Heat. They're too, you, you don't fear them. 
and they don't fear y'all. And when y'all get hit in the mouth, you, you guys don't know how to respond. They know how to respond, and that's why I don't think you guys are going to win seven, come back and win yeah. three games, four games in a row. Yeah, no I, way. I think it's just the fact that the, the, they're making ill-time decisions. I, honestly, I, I put a lot of it on Mike. I don't put a lot of it as players because the players are playing well, and they're getting and they're getting the, their stat line isn't bad, but Mike has not made. He, which we've seen before with the Hawks and with the Bucks last year in the conference finals, that he, may, he, he, he fails to make certain decisions that maybe would be risky but could benefit the team largely, like putting Giannis on Jimmy Butler. Why does he need to guard Jay Crowder? And I, and I know earlier I said it's not about the Butler-Giannis matchup, but it just put, puts him in a better spot because he was very aggressive, very, very aggressive, which got him those fouls. Jay Crowder's not bullying inside as much as he is a big guy, but, he's, but he's, he was designed to shoot the ball. That's what I'm saying. So, to me, put, put Giannis on somebody else and take Lopez out, like I said, because there's, you know, put him on Adebayo and let somebody else guard, you know, put, you know, somebody else guard Jimmy Butler because Adebayo is going to be close to the rim, which is going to let Giannis be a help defender. But that, but that way we can stop the barrage of shooting. That's, to me, what, what, can, what can make us win somehow four games in a row because it comes down to one thing. Anytime we've had a lead or anytime we try to come back, they hit threes. It is simple as that. There's there's nothing else they've done to me, the Heat that is like we gotta we, we gotta stop Butler. We gotta stop driving. Well, Butler was killing you in the fourth quarter. He 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 took he took over the game now. Right in the because quarter, he, he was going to because the he had the bonus and he made free throws. But besides that, the, our lack of production, but the lack of stopping them from again hitting also a lot of threes because Butler didn't score forty points. The yeah, Heat scored. No 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 he did. He did have thirty something in this game. He did like fifteen in the fourth. I don't think he had 30. I think he had like 20-something. He was close to 30, but I don't think he had 30. You going to look that up? Yeah, I'm going to check it right now. I'm just saying. He did have exactly 30. Yeah. Right, but th- again, how many me, that's not what. How many have in the fourth? I can't, I can't read that. I can't look at that right now. But again, that, but, but, but let's just say 25. He had a lot of free throws. My point was that's not what it was. 40 points. He scored 15. There's 35 points. Okay, 15 puts him right at the bucks. how much they had. My line the fourth. I, I get that. I get that, but that's not what I'm. A- that's not what I'm asking. He can score 15 points and they can still lose the game, right? Yeah, but he didn't. Right, because <laughs> right because they hit a lot of threes and can- and pushed at that point. That's what I'm saying. Crowder hit that three late. Tyler Hero hit a three. That's the problem. Is we can't stop them from shooting the ball. I don't care how great they're playing. Now that was a stupid win on game two. That late game foul that they called. Well, I, thought, I thought it was a bad call to get the, 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 the call before on Dragic. So I mean, tell me that's apples to oranges to me. I ain't like that call on Dragic. So. I don't. I, I, but yeah. So it was only first. But, but like, to, no, no, it wasn't to end the game. I think that's a lot. I think well, it, it, that would, it would have ended the game for the Heat because that no, would have been the final play. It was tied. They would have went to overtime. No, 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 no. The game was tied, one fourteen to one fourteen after he got fouled. So th- there is a difference there. Let let them win. Yeah, but still though, like that wasn't a good call though. Like like him, he did not foul. I thought both calls were bad. Well, the, I didn't think yeah, Dragic but they, Middleton. Even though, they, yeah, but the NBA ref did. But the NBA guy who leads the refing did say it was a foul. So he always backs up. That's not true. He, man, please. Okay, right, he right. Like, he always backs them up. Man, right, please. but he explains why, and I'm just saying. And I still disagree with it. Just like Doris Burke. Doris Burke Only Doris. Yeah, I don't care about Doris Burke. I don't care about his opinion. Steve Jazz. I'm just saying, Mark, the other announcer didn't say anything about that. So I'm just saying, Dorisburg was the only person yeah, that disagreed. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I've seen two people disagree. I've seen two people be same disagree with the call. we can argue to this cows come home. I understand that the Bucks are your team. I get that. Right, so, but I've watched a lot of basketball. So have I. I know I, I watched more. I'm just I've saying. I've seen more scenarios. I've seen his team more. I've watched currently. I've, seen, I've watched more current basketball. I've seen. You, you don't. 
Look, forget it. My point is, they need to stop them from hitting threes. As simple as that. that I don't think they will. I don't think you guys. That's not what I said. That's language. not what I said either. I said I. They need to. How? If you. Th- That's what I said. I didn't say they are going to. I didn't say this is what will happen. I said the biggest thing is they need to stop them from hitting threes because threes are always daggers and they always hurt your soul when the team makes them. That's why the Warriors were so effective because every time you thought you were climbing back, they would hit a three, and threes just like, oh my goodness, it hurts. So it's simple. Stop the hitting threes, you win the game. But you guys struggle. But you, you guys got that top. You got that what I call that Buffalo Bills fear from like the early nineties. Because we're up by ten. You guys get scared when the Heat are about to take the lead. When they when the Heat, that's when you're supposed to stop the barrage before the league is taking place. Right. You well, guys start freaking out once you know what I mean. Like, no, we 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 regained the lead a few times from from being about three to one, and then you know getting get, getting the lead back up to eleven. It was fine. Like I said, but in that fourth quarter, when they started to hit threes again, it was just a lack. And I think they need to take Brooke Lopez out and put somebody else in there to cover those threes because they're they're not. Besides game one, besides game one, they're not crashing and killing in the paint. So that's what I'm saying. So I think it's it's something you just need to realize. Look, if you stop them from hitting threes, the game's gonna be a lot better chance for you to win. Scary. How about that? That that's one thing that you look at that I'm I'm not seeing. And a lot of these just guys. Just like the body language. Like, that's, that, that's, you can literally go back and watch the game. That, like, you can I was. I watched the game. But they, that they, was bad body language. It was bad body maybe language. some other guys. Giannis was still trying to play even to the end. So was Chris Middleton. So it was I, bad body language, man. So, and they're between keep playing and then believing it. I don't think you guys believe. I think you guys believe that once they come back, they're going to come again. Oh, well. I don't think so. I think that they're just. That and they're, if you guys get swept, they're to prove it. I guess, but I don't think it's that. I think it's just that that there's a they're hitting a lot of threes. They they know so sweeping me tells me a lot. They they know what killed. They know they they know what's hurting us. They they know what's the what we're not doing to change that. Because like I said, I've seen like at least on how many screens where Brook Lopez is supposed to step out and he's not going to. So then the guard runs over and then leaves the other guy open. So then Brook Lopez doesn't want to step out beside past like the 15 foot mark of the max. And guess what? You're gonna get hit a three right in your face because once you go to close out, then that happens. So. I'm just saying, I, I think that they need to stop them from hitting threes, but th- that's hard because the rotation that they put out there isn't great. And now we'll move over to the Western Conference. Lakers lost game one. Yeah. Big loss. Big difference. Big. No, I think no, I think it's a, I think it's a big. I think it says a lot about the Rockets can't compete. Yeah, they got James Great, but they but they have the incredible size. I mean, six five Tucker against a seven foot Anthony Davis mm-hmm. shouldn't even be a game, really. But they did make it a game. And James Harden, I'm just saying, I thought that was interesting because there was a lot of times that the L.A. Lakers had a chance to take over the game and they couldn't. Yeah. They look very, they look very lethargic. Like I said, I expect more from them. The defense, as I've said. As I've said. This is, the worst, this is probably the worst defensive game I've seen so far in the playoffs for them. As, play, and as I've said, I expect more from them. As I've been really, saying. They play really great defense. Well, I expect more from the Bucs, but they about to get up out of here with the Bruins. That's okay. But, I, but, but, but you haven't been saying that for the last couple weeks like I have about the Lakers that I expect them to play better. Yeah, because I, I like because I, I wasn't shocked by that. I wasn't shocked. They played I was great, because this is what because defense. I saw this coming. Because they played great defense. They right, didn't but play I saw this coming. But this is the first time they didn't they didn't play good defense and they weren't hitting shots. So all right, yeah, they got to play better. But if they play defense like they normally play if, against Portland. If if then they, if they didn't play it all year, this is something you that just said. If though, so I'm confused. I'm gonna hit you on that because I'm just saying for the last two weeks I've been saying I expect them to play better to show more, and now when they play a little bit of more difficult team, if you said that, they take they one won loss. Four games in a row. You were saying that why the, they were guess, winning, why they were blowing out Portland. Right, blowing out Portland. But then, but because I said, I want them to show me how they will be playing against these more difficult teams. The first game they play against the difficult team, they get an L. They can win the next four games, I don't care. Point is... No, that does matter. Does that mean that, that, that not, for me, not for me. Not for me. I think that because the, they're not playing better. Cause, 
And I don't think they will win the next four games. I think they're, I think they're, they're going to make a close series. I don't know how many games it's going to be. I, I don't really get to watch that game because I was upset after the Bucks game, so I went down to my room. It was just going to, like, soak in there. When I got food, I had to do some stuff. But to me, the fact that the Lakers had a chance to win the game and even take the game over and they couldn't, that's a big deal to me. They, For, were, they were very lethargic. It's a little, it's almost, it's a little like they were almost, like, didn't care. It was weird. Uh, I don't expect LeBron to be held to what he was holding. He was settling for a lot of threes. Uh, AD kept trying to – he kept settling well. for a lot of them little weak fadeaway turnaround jumpers. I don't expect him to do that. I think the next game, Rondo was coming back. Rondo had a lot too many turnovers for me. I like that. Um, so, Kuzma <laughs> is starting to get exposed. My dad hates Kuzma. <laughs> my dad can't stand Kuzma. I have a feeling he I'm starting to, I'm starting to, I'm starting to doubt my man Kuzma because I, I, I didn't think it'd be that. Like, dude, you're the third star. You should be, should be the third. It's not star. that hard. You, we just need 15 from you, fam. We don't need. You're not the second best player. We just need 15 from you. That's it. You can't, you can't give me 15. Yeah, yeah. Danny and Danny Green struggling too again. They yeah, open he's shots. He's his defense. He lucky he played good defense because if not, yeah, he's. And I've been saying that I don't like the fact that he. I think he just misses a lot of open shots to be honest. He does miss. He does miss. But a lot. the thing is, is have well, that one game where he does hit him, and then it's just game. And so everyone's like, well, I guess he is good. I'm like, to me, I don't know. So, now, I mean, let, now we're gonna, I'm sorry. Just, we're going to move on to the Clippers. Okay, and the Clippers did, they, I'm sorry, they just, they demolished the Nuggets. after It was 31-31 after the first quarter, but they demolished them. You know, okay, Paul George, but Kawhi Leonard right now is the best player in the NBA based on how, how he's playing right now. Right now. Um, um, he is, he dropped 33. I mean, he's playing very well defensively, offensively. Yeah. He's leading the team. I mean, uh, Denver obviously was coming off that seven-game right. series. So, I think they were so, tired. And they were tired. They were fatigued. But Denver does not – they didn't even look good. They, 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 they didn't make shots that I thought they could make. They didn't – but after the first quarter, they just didn't look like they could even compete. Yeah. It looked like they won't be able to compete. So that will be an interesting thing. I think they'll get one game. Yeah, I think they'll play better. I think maybe. Today. Maybe. I can see them getting swept. Yeah. But I, I, I get them one game because maybe Jamal Murray will come out uh, like he does every – once in every 100 years and, you know, drop 30 or 40. But Denver has shown, because people forget, every series that they've been in, dating back to last year, yes. has been a seven-game series. So I don't think they fight. I don't know what Mike Malone be telling them in the locker room, whatever, but Jokic and Murray, they, 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 not, they don't just lay down and, and die, right. you know, like Milwaukee. They actually fight. So they'll pull okay, that's up. A little, that's, a little, that's a little hard. Okay, they, the games are close. They, I'm they, telling you right now, the close games. Milwaukee better not get swept. I'm telling you right now. Milwaukee better not get swept. But anyway, uh, I think this will be a, a tougher series. I expect Denver to play them harder today. I wouldn't surprise me if Denver steals the game today. Um, we'll see. I, I, it would surprise me if they did, just I, because I, of how bad that was. I, I, There's uh, a lot of adjustments to make. I, uh, I honestly think not. I just think they were tired. They were they were lethargic. I get it, but they, guess what? Now they're playing again, so they have had zero, again zero rest. Yeah, but now they're woken up. Now they're woken up. I suppose. Because uh, the same thing is happening with the Bucks in the Heat. What do you mean? The, the Miami got a sweep. They had a little bit. They had, yeah, I think. Yeah, had a five-game series. But they had a, little, a few more days of rest than we did. That's what I'm saying. Plus, y'all both had the rest. Uh, they had the extra rest because of the protest. Um, but still, that's, I think it's too different. I mean, they, they literally played. I'm saying similar. Heart, not the same. Heart nonstop. You guys were blowing out. The problem is, is I don't think they have anybody that can guard these guys to to get it to a good point. And not to mention, well, I guess they, they pointed this they out. Know they Joe Kick did a very bad job on defense as well. He did. He he literally let guys walk in and lay up over him. Yeah. So, so he's got he's got to be more aggressive on the defensive side as well. Yeah, which not his forte. Um, if, yeah, Denver. But just standing in the way. I expect Denver to play better. They, they, I yeah, maybe maybe not like twenty or thirty. They got like now they got like at least three or four guys who they can at least throw at Kawhi and Paul George. 
now they got Gary Harris back, who's their best defensive perimeter player. Um, just to, just on how Kawhi's playing, I don't see it happening. Yeah, but you can. I'm just saying they got, they got body. They, you can throw. Oh yeah, yeah, Gary of course. Harris That's what I'm saying. You can throw Jeremy jo- Grant at him. You can throw Tory Craig. That's what I'm saying. He's the Joker. Just needs to. That's what I'm saying. The Joker just needs to put his body there. He let guys just walk in yeah. and lay up as he was looking at him. It's like, come on, bro. So you put, you, so put so yourself. I, I expect okay. him to play better. Like I said, they haven't proved that. They've shown that they fight. Uh, they Mike Malone. Every Mike Malone coach team is a hard coach team. So yeah. I don't think they're just gonna go quietly into the night. Now I understand that COVID is here. And the reason why I touch on this real quick is because it is interesting because a lot of people are watching basketball, even though it's one of the only sports that's really interesting right now that, that is playing. Right. Now, and they have to now compete with football. But For now, it's going to change Right, because LeBron's going to be here for maybe two, three, four years if we're lucky. But right now, if Kawhi right now is playing the best. Kawhi is not that kind of superstar that we're going to lean on. And, and Giannis is in a too small of a market team right now. Hopefully he stays that way. So Giannis isn't too small market. He's also kind of, I mean, he can be upbeat, but no one knows him as that because he's small market. Kawhi's too quiet. Um, James Harden's too quiet. Kevin Durant's too quiet. Kyrie's too quiet. A lot of these guys are too quiet to be these face, to be these kind of guys. And the issue is that the NBA isn't doing a good job of putting the games on that maybe people want to watch. We want to maybe watch a Devin Booker and a, and a, and a Trey Young. See, get to know these guys. We want to get to know these guys. We, we've not to get not to saying that we're not. We don't need to watch LeBron anymore because everyone wants to watch him. But we want to get to know some of these other guys a little bit more and, and give them a chance to, to show themselves to the public and to the league. And and that's and so Bryce brought to my attention that they have been ever since Michael Jordan era. They have that was the peak, and that was the ninety. That was that was thirty years ago, mm-hmm. and they have and right now they're losing ratings as a league. Which is a bummer because we thought, and you even said last episode, that you think at one point they're going to be the number one sport in the U.S. Yeah. Well, they're not showing it. Nope. And I think they can be because even though they have the smaller stadiums out of all of them, they, their, their, their fan base watching, I think, is big. Obviously, football, it's going to be hard to pass football. But I think they can at least get close. Maybe not be number one, but get close. But they need to divert, op- open their net a little bit more to some of these other teams and guys that, that people may want to watch play. So, and, and I just want to say briefly on history, if you, if you look, let's just, for example, the past couple MVPs. Let me, st- let me start here first. I'm sorry. We're not talking about exciting, okay? We're not saying, like, the, you know, we, the, there's other teams that are more exciting. Don't, don't get that twisted. We're not saying that the, 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 there's more excitement. That's not what we're talking about at all. And, like, like, for example, the MVPs. Duncan was the MVP twice in 02 and 03. Duncan's not exciting to watch, but guess what? The Spurs games were on. So I, I understand that it may look that way, but that's not what we're looking at. When we look at these past, they put the guys, the MVP is based off of winning. Yep. Giannis has won the past MVPs because he's won. Now, based off just skill, I think he deserves them anyway because yeah. he plays both sides of the floor. He won the defensive player, so I think he deserves these two MVP awards. I think Russ deserved his and Harden deserved his. But I think there's a couple guys that maybe got robbed from MVP. Like Nash won two of them. I think Garnett and Kobe could have won some. There's a video by this on YouTube, by the way, that a guy does about maybe if it was just based off play style, not record. But there's some guys that were won MVPs. Like Chris Paul could have won maybe an MVP back in the day. But what that means is, though, because they want winners, winners are winning the awards, those are the guys that are on TV. But that doesn't necessarily mean we always want to watch them. Yes, you want to watch guys that are, that are MVPs, that are that are valuable players that are playing, and you want to watch teams that are winning. But to me, it, it breaks a little bit more down than that because there's a lot of guys out there that can bring something to the table, and that it'll help the, help the um, the views and the, and the the views of the NBA. 
All right. So uh, that was a lot. I'm sorry. No, that's uh, you're fine. So just to kind of everybody can just try to get a feel for where my mind was going with this. So I was on YouTube. You know how to go. You click on one video, you go through the rabbit hole, you end up on another one. So I end up on a um, Doug Gottlieb, who is a Fox Sports analyst. He was filling in for Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports Radio. And he talked about Kawhi Leonard, the Kawhi Leonard uh, problem. Like Eric mentioned, Kawhi Leonard is probably playing the best basketball of anybody right now in um, in the playoffs right now. And the question is, does he help the league? Right. But the problem is, and this is the same issue that uh, the league had when Jordan retired, when you know Tim Duncan took over, or at least – He was one of the guys. One of the guys. guys. Um, Is that? Yeah, Kawhi being great is you know it's good. He's a great player. I I like to watch him. And knowing what 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 happens with great players, right? The the NBA, if their teams are good, most likely they're going to get more games on TV. More because assuming people want to watch them, right? Which is not one hundred percent wrong, right? Which is not one hundred percent right, right? But people people want to watch you know winning basketball, obviously. But Kawhi Leonard does not have, uh, and among a bunch of guys, he doesn't have that type of personality that draws viewers in. That's why I meant by quiet, if you didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, I can, go, I can go through the list, right, of why some guys. Russell Westbrook plays with the most intensity out of anybody. If you think anybody would bring somebody in, it'd be uh-huh. him. But he's not likable. He's not likable sometimes, but it's just a personality. It's too, too, almost too hardcore sometimes. You got guys like James Harden. Who got the whole beer thing? He got the Adidas deal. He got a lot of swag. He's in hip hop a lot. You think he'd be somebody to bring some people in? And he does, um, but he's quiet. You don't really interview James Harden. He gonna talk back, but it just ain't right. gonna be nothing crazy. You know what I mean? The most intense I ever saw James Harden was actually earlier this year when he was going when he was talking about Giannis when Giannis dissed him or whatever. That's probably the most emotional. Which wasn't a legit diss. It was an or back when Harden. It wasn't. It wasn't. Giannis said it wasn't. I don't give a care what he's. You said James Harden because he, he, he well, I could say Bryson, I'm not liking what you're wearing. I'm not dissing you. I was just, I mean, one comment. People get too beat, beat up about it. Get over it, okay? You need to have a hard head, okay? The most intense I ever saw James Harden was back in his first years against the Rockets when he was doing a lot. He was really intense, just on the court and off the court. Just a lot of intensity there. Um, but, but keep going. But still, but like, there, the NBA is losing. Is doesn't have that much ratings since Michael Jordan because. They're missing of Michael Jordan. Now I know people are thinking that's hard to find. Yes, that's very true. You can't. Michael Jordan aren't just popping up all over the place. But hell, LeBron James has been here, and right. we all acknowledge. And LeBron James has promoted himself yeah. rather than the NBA really doing it for him. As right. much as he's had NBA promoting, yeah. but LeBron James has pretty much has probably been like the second best promotion the NBA has ever had after Jordan, and yeah. he's been squandered. Right? right? Like the NBA rating should not be this bad. This late in his career, it should be it should it should be just like Jordan that he's leaving it on a high. And he's on the Lakers. Be, I mean that that's the team. And now I know people are like me. Me and Eric was talking about that, like I mentioned earlier in, in our podcast, not this episode but previous episodes that I thought the NBA would be the number one sport in the future, primarily because I thought they had the youngest audience, and eventually when the audience will get older, they'll be the predominant people right. watching, deciding what's on, what's not. But I also had to remember that my generation, or at least the younger generation, 30 and below, does not watch TV, live TV like live that. Live TV, right. Right. Not like people who they like my dad was growing up, they watch TV and stuff like that. So I, 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 I want to say live TV. Streaming, we get it. Yeah. But live TV, right. watching the game of, you know, instead of just getting that recap. Yeah, that, that, that hurts them. Obviously, the, if you look at, like, viewership across, like, 
YouTube and stuff is high. People watch a lot of EBA highlights, but as far as tuning in and actually watch the game, right. which is where the money is, it's where the money right. is, it's, it's not there. And it got it got me contemplating, like, where did the NBA go wrong? Was it their fault or was it just happenstance? They just happen. These 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 are the guys. They just they were these were the the guy. They just happened to uh you know right. Yeah, so like, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so and and that's where we kind of came up with the, this. This guy made a video about who won the MVP, who should have won the MVP, is because a lot of guys that won the MVP, so they get a lot of attention. So the NBA gives okay. Um, let me pull out one here. Two thousand four. Kevin Garnett won the MVP. Rightfully so, I right. think. Yeah. And, and they agree, rightfully so. He won it and should have won it. Timberwolves on the map. They went to the conference finals that year too, didn't mm-hmm. they? Yep. And he also won defense player of the year a few years before, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So maybe they want to watch the Timberwolves, which maybe they should do. He's an MVP guy. Let's watch him. But how long you want to ride that out for? Let's go year. Let's go years before. Duncan won back to back. Go two Nash won They went to the conference finals. So yes, they are making marks. They are winning. But Garnett won the MVP. Duncan won the MVP. Nash won the MVP. Iverson, Shaq, Dirk, Kobe, LeBron, Giannis, Harden, Steph. D- Durant, Steph, all of one MVPs off of being really good winning teams, which is not, to me, there's some wrong and some right with that, okay? But the problem is, is that when they take that and goes, okay, winning teams, the winning teams have guys who are winning awards, everyone wants to watch them. That's not true. Now, I'm not saying we want to watch losing teams to get losers, like, sorry, losers a chance to be on there. I'm not saying they're losers. But there's a little bit more, maybe you know, leeway to say, okay, Dirk won MVP on seven. They had the best record, but I think Kobe should have got it, even though they were the seventh seed. I think that year, no, that was the year before. They weren't. They weren't the. They weren't the number one seed. But that doesn't mean that they that, that, that nobody wants to watch them either. Now they're in LA, so they probably won the court anyway. But right now we have a Devin Booker in Phoenix. Phoenix is the fifth biggest city in the USA. And we have Trey Young in Atlanta. Two guys that I think arguably could get more time, which would increase views, especially because they're younger guys, and younger guys like to watch them. A lot of guys, you can almost say, grew up with Trey Young, like Xavier Sneed. Let's just say he becomes an all-star one day. I went to high school with him. Same grade. We graduated both in 2016. I'd like to watch Xavier Sneed play. My brother went to OU. He knew Buddy Heald. Now, now, the Kings are different. Uh, that's what I'm getting at. I'm just saying that. They could cast a bigger net on maybe guys that could get some more time on nationally. Everyone's got games, but we're talking about like on ESPN and TNT, ABC to watch because the ratings are going down and we think it's th- they're focusing on too much, to me, on just those five or four guys, superstars, teams, and that's it. Yeah, so, okay, so a couple of things. One, I understand that... We're, it, we're in agreement on I understand this, by the way. that... The, there are two types of fans, right? Got the diehard, hardcore fans who are going to watch no matter what, Me? which is what we are. And then you got the casual fans. The casual fans aren't watching, they but know, that's where they the money is. They know LeBron James is about it. Right. It's sort of like a band, right? Yeah, yeah, your hardcore fans will help you fill out the local right. bars heard, and clubs. But if you want to play in an arena, you got to have the casual fans. They, right. you, won't, you ain't making no money as an artist until the casual fans start showing up to your shows. Because right. you play in bigger venues, you get more cut. So that's how it is with, with, with the league and that the casual fans aren't there. And that's because there's not a guy that they connected to like that in a, oh, my God, he's beyond this world type talent since Michael Jordan. Right. But, and, they're, but they're leaving a lot of guys out. They're, they haven't got to know a Devin Booker or a Trey Young. And, and what, what I was saying and what I was thinking Or a Giannis was, even. 
was, okay, if I'm the NBA, okay, you can't not not show Kawhi. You can't. It's impossible. He got. He's in LA. He's on the Clippers. He's a great player. Right. You cannot not show him. But what you can do is you can show. You can use him to raise up other people. You know what I mean? I keep going back like the Phoenix Suns. Right. Like he like like I said. So when Kawhi plays Phoenix, maybe you maybe you put the Phoenix. All right. Let's put them on TV. Or in the Eastern Conference when the Boston Celtics play the Hawks. Okay. Maybe let's put Trey Young on TV. Or when LeBron James plays New Orleans, okay, this is a good chance to put Zion on TV. Like, that's what you got to start doing. You got to start. Tell up the ratings because right. the NBA looks like it's kind of slowly dying. Right. You got to start. Especially with the cap that's going on right now. I'm sorry to cut you off, but no. they, they just, they need to fix this. Yeah. Because you, you got to start looking for somebody to get behind. Because you wasted, you wasted uh, LeBron. Had LeBron, I went to Miami and had uh, had LeBron I went to Miami and had LeBron I went against the Warriors, who knows what – it wouldn't have been looked as great. And let's keep it real. The Miami games against uh, San Antonio, while they were – at least the first time right. where they were great, people still didn't watch it like that. Mm-hmm. So I just think that the NBA needs to start maybe give – Give it a chance. Give more guys more chance to shine because I, I mentioned to Eric – they don't need to be on the LA scale, but they're playing every single night on ESPN. But we're saying that there's a little bit more that they can do for some of these teams to give them some time, and and just some not every team. We don't need to balance out the Nuggets, the Tom, the Timberwolves, because let's be real, no, not a lot of people are interested. No offense to Nuggets fans, the Carlton Town fans, or Minnesota fans, but right now, the Phoenix looks up and coming. Trey is a really good player. Let's add. Let's start with those guys first, and then we'll see where we can go from there. Right, because. You you gotta give your chance. You gotta give your league a chance to to, to, to shine and, and make some money. You can't keep leaning on Michael Jordan on his laurel. And, and like I said, or just one big guy that right. can do it all because they can't. Right. Like I was like I was telling Eric in the mid two thousands, the guys that people wanted to watch weren't on TV all the time. Like the Spurs and the Lakers and the Mavericks and the Suns were on TV a lot. And rightfully so, they won the most. Right. And, and the Pistons were right. as well. But people didn't want to watch it. Allen Iverson was on the Sixers, and he's a really and he and whether he was winning or losing, he was a, he was he was showing out yeah. every night. We wanted to see Agent Zero give it a rain in Washington, right? We wanted to see T Mac drop thirteen points in what, fifty seconds in, in Houston. Right. We wanted to see uh, you Vince know, Carter, Vince Carter, you know, in New Jersey. You know what I mean? Like, but they were on TV a lot. We saw the other teams a lot, and you saw that in the metrics, the numbers were going down like that. So if I'm the NBA, it's just maybe. You got to rethink your the way you promote players, right? You don't want to have the baseball problem in that they don't promote anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You want to promote guys, but you want to promote the right guys. Right. If so you, just because the team, I'm sorry, keep going. Sorry. Right. If you want, if you don't want, if you want to give barely any answers at you know at the media press at the media junket, we're not promoting you, right? If you don't want to sign any shoe deals and do any cars on your own, well, we ain't promoting you either because you don't want to promote yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you're not putting yourself out there. We're not promoting you. you. You can be great, and when it comes to the playoffs, you're going to be on TV no matter what because we got to show you. But it's during the regular season, we'll be on TNT and ESPN and ABC. No, nah, player, we get these other guys a chance. Right, and, and, and that, you know, so, you know, that that's the thing. There's a lot of small markets, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Indiana. Um, you know, as much as we love to watch winners, you know, it, it's there's still more to it. Like, yeah. yes, 
The Bucks were great this year. Giannis won MVP again because of the record. They were the best team in the NBA. And I, and I like to watch them, but we have league pass for that. And not to mention, the Bucks aren't, aren't getting a lot of time anyway, regardless on, on national TV. So there's, so even teams that are winning, but I'm just saying, we're looking at those big markets that are going to draw people in. We, we need to get out there a little bit more. And, and also... And, and, and get out there and uh, change it up. And also, a small caveat, and I, I thought about this now. If I'm the NBA... Just look at the local ratings for for a team, right? That'll mm-hmm. tell you if people are, ca- are 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 tuning in to the stars to, to that local market, yeah. guy, right? So if I'm the NBA, we have thirty markets. Let me look around. Okay, hmm. Let, let me be specific. Let me. I'm sorry. The Bucks. FS. It's like FSN. Um, it's like Fox Sports Network, like Midwestern Central or whatever. That's that's their network that the Bucks will play on. Yeah. Okay. If you don't hear Jim Paschke, he's the announcer. If you don't hear Jim Paschke, if you don't see that they're tuning in there and they're watching ESPN. Right there, you know. Guess what? They're not doing it. It's their local game. Yeah. They're watching TNT, ABC. I mean, let's just say there's another sport. Let's say they're watching hockey too, or, or baseball during those times. Right. I mean, like you said, it's pretty simple. Just yeah. just look at the ratings and say, mm, okay, they're watching ESPN more. So. Well, I'm just saying you'll know how big of a guy's impact is because if, if 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 a guy can't bring in the local people to watch him, right? Then all right, then the national, then we then we ain't gonna watch him either. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if the local people who are invested in the team, who like that's the only game they can even watch locally. You know what I'm saying? If they ain't tuning in to watch him, then the then you you can't expect somebody like Giannis, right? If people from Milwaukee ain't gonna watch him, you can't expect Fred from New York to tune in to watch him, or Dave from Alabama to tune. You just can't because they if you, because it's just it's a nice correlation. Well, I think you'd also though check see what if they're if they're not watching in. You know, in their own hometown, if they're more on ESPN, maybe they would be inclined to watch like that. Like it works the other way too, though. If they're focused on only like I want to watch get whatever games are ESPN, yeah, yeah, and true. they start to tune off of it, you're like, okay, well the teams we're putting on there aren't exciting, so let's look at that. But yes, they start off local and then say, and then also see how do the ratings work on the national scale when you put certain teams on there, which I think is pretty easy to tell. Yeah. Anyway, and and that wraps us up with the NBA. I'm sorry we focused a lot on that. That was an that was an hour segment worth of it. We're gonna jump into some other things real quick. Uh, we're gonna jump into the NFL, the Bucks, not the Milwaukee Bucks, the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are making some moves to have a lethal offense. Okay, now I was up the guys that they have. They have Chris Goodwin, Godwin, Godwin. Okay, it's two O's though. Is it? I think there's two O's. Pretty sure We apologize, James Godwin slash Goodwin, Chris, and then Leonard, Leonard, Fournette. Mike Evans, <laughs> I've messed that up beforehand. Rob Gronkowski, of course, Tom Brady. Now let's. let's OJ Howard, Cameron Bray. But we're just gonna focus on these guys that they put out there. That the story came out. Take out Tom Brady, Chris Goodslash Godwin, Leonard, Mike Evans, and Rob Gronkowski. Not this past year, but the year before. That are all a thousand yard plus guys. Three of them are two wide receivers, one tight end, and running back. Lenar ran over for over a thousand rushing yards. He's twenty-five years old. Chris caught over a thousand passing yards and, and was he's twenty-four years old. Mike Evans is caught over a thousand. He's wide receiver who's twenty-seven years old. Gronkowski is a tight end. He's thirty-one. Uh, not to mention Lenar, Lenar runs a Len, Leonard runs a four-five and a forty, four-five-one. So um, they're making moves, looking like the Patriots getting all these ta- all this talent around forty-two-year-old Tom Brady. You mean look, you mean doing the exact opposite? Well, the last couple of years, but I'm saying back in the day, they used to get these guys that were just filling those holes. But yes, they they are 
that he is surrounded with assets 100% on offense. Hey, man, look. The, the, the Buccaneers are doing something that every other team should be doing. One, <laughs> they're trying to squeeze. They're doing the exact opposite. I wish Seattle and, and Green Bay would take notice of what um, they're doing. They does they have an aging star. We got to squeeze as much talent out of him as possible. Let's surround him with the best supporting cast that we can. Let's put our money where our mouth is. We're going to bring in – uh, we're gonna draft. We're gonna, we're gonna keep our two top receivers, right? We already have two good tight ends already: in OJ Howard and Cameron Bray. Well, yeah, Rob Gronkowski. We'll bring you in too. We already got our starting running back in Ronald Jones. Fournette is available. Thank you, Jacksonville. We'll take him as well. And our defense was already good. And it's Godwin, Chris Godwin. Well, Chris Godwin, right? And that's what I said. And our defense was our, and our defense was already good. Like I, I like that. I'm out of Tom Brady fans, not because he played for New England, but because he played for New England. So you got, <laughs> so you got that. I am excited. I, I that division is, is, is maybe the best division. Well, in I think some people are also interested. Can he get another ring? Even though you hate the fact that he wins so much, can he get another ring? I, w- I, I actually would not mind him winning with Tampa, especially if they, because I don't want the Saints to win. Shout out to my friend Cali. Uh, and people are still picking the Saints to win the division. By the way, really? yeah, people are still the, the Saints. Really? Anytime you look at TV, the, the Saints are still favored to win the division. Um, I like I like this I like this team. I just wish other organizations took the same mentality. Like go all in, always try to win. Stop trying to patch up and say and or overcompensate and say, "Hey, Aaron Rodgers, can you please win us another game? Go get the talent, mm-hmm. and then let the quarterback do what he may." Now, now, and so the Buccaneers looking really good. Um, that if they all, especially if they, I mean, they have to stay healthy. So if they can stay healthy, yeah. they're looking really, they're looking really good. Um, a team that I think can look a lot better that maybe isn't is the Texas, is the Houston Texans. I think they can look. They they were in the playoffs last year. I think they can be a better team. So they did just re resign. Um, they extended Deshaun Watson four years, one hundred sixty million. That's thirty nine million dollars a year. Big contract. They're done. They put it all in Deshaun Watson. They're done. They're done. What lose? They're losing. Yeah, they're done. They weren't spending. They weren't. They weren't. I, I didn't pick them. And I like Deshaun Watson's quote. Oh, great, great, great quarterback. And he deserves that money too. Probably deserve more. Because um, he's gonna have to carry them. He's gonna, he gonna have to carry them. That's down. the issue. Is, yeah. is they don't have the funds then to allocate to other spots. Well, they weren't gonna use it anyway. But, but I'm just saying that they could have. We've seen recently that how many how many quarterbacks can we honestly say? All right, you take him off the roster, they're not making a Super Bowl. Outside of a few Tom Brady-led teams, the rest of these dudes ain't doing it like that. Aaron Rodgers, uh, any time. Well, not Aaron Rodgers. No, no, no. That 2012 team was stacked. No, 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 no. I get it. But I'm saying he was in the NFC Championship. I'm saying he's the team. You take him off. They're not going to the Super Bowl. Right? That's what you said, though. You t- get to it. Like, get actually play in the game. Yeah, you said, what quarterback can you take off the team? Yeah. And then they said. And, and they'll still get to the Super Bowl. Oh, they still get to yeah. without the quarterback. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm about to say the, the other way around. Yeah, Tom Brady's the only one. Because, uh, Breeze couldn't do that during the mid 2010s. Remember, he was doing right. a 5,000 yards, not making the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers been kind of carry that 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 load on his back with Green Bay. Can't can't snuff it. Right. Same thing with Russell Wilson in Seattle. Uh, I think the Ravens back in the day. They never really had a quarterback. That's what, that's what you said. Teams that can get to the Super Bowl without having a quarterback. I'm saying who already have an established quarterback. Like you take that guy off. Oh, it, I, I was just, I was just saying in the past like Joe Flacco like they're right. more of a defensive Ravens than an well, offense. That's a great example. That's what, that's what I said. That's, no, that's no, just, I'm talking about like we've seen what happens when you pay the quarterback and you pay him the money. It never works well. The minute Joe Flacco got paid right after that Super Bowl, 
And we ain't seen Baltimore get close smell Super Bowl since then. You know what I'm saying? So this is this is this is a this is this is a dangerous precedent as far as I guess I'm understanding your question. What the idea going with when you pay the quarterback, you can't allocate funds to other to the other parts right. of the team. The quarterback has to overcompensate for the other positions not being there, the other talent not being there. Okay. Those guys typically don't win anything. Okay. Deshaun Watts is officially in that category. Okay. He has the most money on the team. The, the, they're saying, all right, bro, we paid you. Go win me some damn games now. And I'm saying, based on everything we've seen in here okay, in the NFL, so, so that's think, not going to work. Right, so th- there's not a lot of quarterbacks that can just lead their entire team to the Super Bowl. Right, without talent. Right. So, right, which I, which I agree. And like Brady I said, had Gronk, but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't think Deshaun Watson, I think he needs more He needs more than that. Absolutely. Because the Texans have always been on the cusp of, like, oh, they look good, and then there's just a little bit of tailspin here, a little bit that there, and then yeah. you're just like, I can't. They can't decide it. Right. Very, very, always in the wild card. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've gone to the division, but they get blown out. Yeah. And they cannot. And nothing against Deshaun Watson. Like I said, great quarterback. But the problem with investing a lot of that money is then again, where are you putting the other, the rest of it? Yeah, sure. Well, you don't have any more to put it anywhere else. So they're done. I don't expect to. I expect to. Hear, I, I expect Deshaun Washington to be dominating. Won't surprise me win MVP the next couple of years, but I don't think there's a snowball's chance in the hell of the Houston Texans winning anything of any significance anytime mm-hmm. soon. Yeah, teams do whatever they can to win. Um, I don't know if this is what you always do. But Earl Thomas back up, back up on our list. Cowboys cut uh, Clinton Dix. Not necessarily in pursuit of Earl Thomas, but we think that's a pretty good idea yeah. because they have. There's been a lot of talk about Earl Thomas and the Cowboys. So the reason why I bring up this, and I kind of want to get your thoughts about this. Okay. Okay. Earl Thomas got cut from the Ravens, or released by the Ravens, obviously. Yes. And we talked about that, and more stuff has come out about that. He's the locker room cancer. He's late for <laughs> meetings. He didn't get along with his teammates. And and then, and then people always bring up how he you know how he left Seattle in such a disgruntled way, and this is what I'm I'm thinking about. If you're a free agent, right? Let's just say you're a free agent, Eric. Okay. You have a Super Bowl ring. Okay. So you don't got, care about that anymore. Am, you, I, am I am I a Pro Bowl? Yeah, you're a Pro Bowl. You got okay. a Super Bowl ring. You so the only thing you missing right now is the money. That's the only thing you care about, right? right. At this point, right, you got, because you got you got the ring already. Probably Hall of Famer, right? So you now you're like, all right, it's the NFL. I never know when my last game is my last game. I got to give as much money as I possibly can right now, okay. right? If that's your mentality, why on earth would you ever go to a team that, let's just say, that's not their main focus, right? Let's just say if I'm, if you're if you're trying to get money, the only thing you care about at this point is making money. You still want to play good, but the money's the most important right, thing right, to you right. at this point. It's money, finance, security. I'm not going to Baltimore. I'm not going to New Orleans. I'm not going to Kansas City. You know why? Because they're, small, they're smaller markets and they have low. No, 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 no. Because I ain't got time to be. I'm not. I'm not got. Well, well I ain't got time. You for did list this. a lot of small markets there. I, I, I'm not, not even that. I got time for this other crap y'all trying to do. I didn't. I didn't did all that. I didn't did all the training camps. I didn't did the whole show up early. I don't care about none of that. Right. If I care about the money, I'm trying to go to a team where I can show up, get my money, and dip. Detroit, Washington. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is where I'm. You, you, you get what I'm going with this? The Jets. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I'm. I'm I never understood why free agents never try to sign with a team that matched up with what. They were what they wanted to in the Because well, losing's not fun either, though. Losing isn't fun, but if you don't care about them, if you don't care about they, them, no they, more, there's a part of them there. They, they are a love of the sport. I feel like Earl Thomas does care a little bit about that. But the Cowboy has a the, the thing with the Cowboys. They have a lot of they financially tagged um, Dak. Dak Prescott. Um, 
Ezekiel Elliott is getting a hell, has a humongous contract. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they got rid of Clinton, but I don't know if he's gonna make. I mean, they're they're a, they're a big money team, but I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if that's necessarily a place where you can just show up, get the money, and get out of there because they are pursuing something. But that's what I'm saying. Like for for me, this whole thing, I I really could care less if Earl Thomas signs with 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 the Cowboys. I'm saying if Earl Thomas, if you were if if when leaving Seattle. If the main, if your main focus was your money, because clearly if you're showing up late to meetings because you're, you want to get a car wash, then that lets me know, which is what happened, that lets me know your focus ain't third. Hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You're a pro bowler. So why sign with a team in the first pro, place? So why sign with a team where you're going to be held to the type of standard? If you just, I'm just saying, free agents, gotta, you got to start being smart. Right, right. You got to start being just, smart. Because now it makes them look bad saying, yeah. we don't want Earl Thomas on our team because exactly. he's bad for the locker room. 100%. And that's exactly what's happening to him right now. And the Cowboys, of course, I mean, the Cowboys almost just take anybody. Take anybody, right. But, but, but it's like, you got a chance to maybe be on a winning team. Yeah. And now you've ruined your reputation right. because you're pissing people off and made an ill decision because... Maybe you thought Baltimore was a good decision, which again, like you said, I don't know what you're thinking. Small market, even. I mean, good football city, but small market, and they obviously don't like you anymore. Right, and you you, you just gotta know. Right, not getting paid. Right, you gotta know what type of vibe and coach that you that you want right now. And if you're a player and you just want to drift off into the sunset, and you just want to, you know what I mean, get your money and go home. You don't don't sign up for none of these teams that's gonna that's trying to win. Now. And be patient, like let it come. You don't have to sign like on day one of free agency. Like plenty of teams will make you offers. You just pick the one that you want. Right. That makes the pays you the most money and is maybe a decent situation. Right. But I'm just saying, like every if right, winning like, if winning doesn't matter to you like that. Right. It it, it matters. Right. But if it ain't like if winning is like if you're not maybe, looking to get another ring and like right. be like I need one more. Then maybe you should like. Maybe you should like think about yourself in that moment because ain't nothing wrong with being selfish, right? You trying to get your money. I'm just saying at that well, moment. What the point is, is you, it's there's nothing else for you. There's nothing else for you to do. If you have no other thing to accomplish, just taking the money. I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I think it's wrong to be selfish, but I'm saying I don't want to look at it as to say be selfish. I'm saying just stop trying to you know throw yourself around and make make seem like this big deal in the league when all you want to do is really get paid. I'm saying is don't screw yourself about doing what you said earlier right. and sign with right. a team. Right. That's that's on a different path than you, mm-hmm. because now you 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 right Lamar they went to the, the, the NFC Championship they want to win a ring. They, 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 they lost. Oh, that's right, they lost. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, that was the upset. But I mean, is they're hungry for they're, they're hungry for a ring. They're, they're competing, and maybe he did want to get a ring, but then act like it. Right. Don't get your car washed when you got a team meeting. Right. But if you don't want that, I'm just saying. But if you right, don't want right, that, right. you don't want to show up to all the damn training camp meetings. If you want to relax sometimes, if you want days off, then you got to go to a franchise that'll do that for you. I'm just saying. Like you said, Detroit's a great example. I'm just saying, players got to start recognizing themselves because they're screwing themselves, right? If you want to win, cool. Go sign with Baltimore. Go sign with New Orleans, right? Go sign with all these other franchises, Kansas City, uh, Pittsburgh, all these other franchises that that, that won't hold you, you know what I mean, that'll win. Mm -hmm. But if you don't want to do that, then don't sign with those franchises because what's going to happen is you're going to Gonna get cut, and then all the all the little stuff gonna start coming out. He's this, he's that, and now look, now you're struggling for a team. Now none of the young teams want to bring you in because they don't want you to because they you they you bad for the locker room. They don't want you to the cancer the cancer. All the other all veteran teams think okay, we got a good locker room. We don't want him to hurt that. So now you just stuck in no man's land. So that's all I'm saying. I think guys gotta start approaching free agency smarter. Yes, the money comes. Just gotta figure about fit as far as what you are in life at that time. 
I agree. And that wraps up all the time, though, here. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. You can follow um, straight here. You heard it here first, straight from the horse's mouth. You can follow me at Eric2320 on Instagram or Eric Bradley Radishell on Facebook. Follow me at Bryce Odin on Facebook and then Bryce SFHM Podcast on Instagram. Every Thursday, uh, so every th- typically every Thursday, mo- every Thursday morning and Sunday morning, yes, our sir. podcast will be out. Thank you. Peace.